Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gang? Thank you for joining me once again for a new episode on Amazing Grace. This is your anchor, Q Kwani, and I'm coming to you today with the subject of the hate is real, okay? The hate is real. And I know you guys are probably thinking like, oh, she's fun to talk about like people. No, I'm not. <laughs> I promise you I'm not. What I'm coming to you about is the hate that the enemy has for you so this week i was driving in my car and i was just like lord like the enemy is mad like he is big mad because he be trying his best to like get me off focus about what the lord is doing in my life throwing all kinds of you know things at me to kind of like get me in my emotions you know you know how he do y'all know how he work he works with the mind so he always try to deal with things in the mind and then it's like i noticed that some things in our lives are not like bad it's just that the enemy comes in our minds to try to make us look at things as if they were bad and then our actions line up with what we're thinking and then before we know it we are inflicting ourselves like he don't even have to do nothing all he got to do is put a thought in your mind and you just go run with it boom 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 like you just go run with it and just do whatever he is telling you to do instead of recognizing his tricks and his schemes what he's trying to do with you and this is what the lord revealed to me i'm i'm telling you i was like i got to tell these people this because I got to tell the grace game because what we don't realize it is it's not that we don't realize it is just that we forget we forget our opponent we forget like his motive of destructing our life basically everybody knows that the enemy's job is to kill steal and destroy we know that right but we forget why his reason is to hate us why like what is the motive behind it and so when I was making a statement, when I was driving, telling the Lord, like the enemy is big, bad, big, mad, you know what I'm saying? And then the Lord revealed to me like, yeah, and he got every reason to be mad at you. And this is why he will do anything. I'm talking about, he will touch your children. He will touch your health, like try to come to touch your health. That's the thing. We got to understand that the enemy, the enemy himself is the prince of air. But he still is limited in the things that he can do to your life. Come on. I want you to understand that. He is still limited with what he can do to your life. That is why he attacks your mind. He attacks our minds and he attacks us with demonic forces and principalities because he knows that's the only way that he can touch us. I want you to think about Job and I want you to think about when the enemy himself, Satan had to come in God's presence. Okay. He had to come to God's presence and he had to ask the Lord, can I touch Job? He had to ask for permission because even he know that his power is limited and so I just wanted to touch on this subject because I want people to be aware of their opponent, to be aware of the enemy and his tricks and why he is coming so hard at you. And sometimes the only way that you can defeat the other team is to know their strategy. The only way that you can defeat the person that is coming to try to destroy your life, to kill and steal and destroy is to understand why he's so mad why he is so angry with you because his hate my darling and my brother and my love the reason why his hate is like that because it's real because we have 
something that was taken away from him. So let me get into this real quick because I do not want to be here long. But once the Lord revealed to me in a car when I was driving, once the Lord revealed to me, like he do, he got every right to be mad at you. And that is why he will never stop. And the thing is, yeah, he will flee for a while, but he gonna always come back because that is what uh, hatred is. Hatred is something that causes violence. Hatred is something that causes a motive that people, they are tormented. He is tormented about the fact that we have won. He is tormented the fact that we have something that he do not have. So everybody knows what I'm not going to say everybody knows, but most people know that the that uh Satan was once called Lucifer and 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 we also know that he once was an angelic angel that sat at the feet of God. So um just to go back into, you know, the word and stuff like that. You can find a lot of this in Ezekiel, Ezekiel, (laughs) and you can find the story of um, how, you know, he was kicked out of heaven for rebellion and and everything. So Satan was an angel before he rebelled against God and he was cast out of of heaven. You can find that in Ezekiel 28, uh, 12 through 18. So you can go back to your word. He was anointed garden uh, angel that was angelic. Um, he was blameless. Okay, can't you can you believe this? He was blameless, and um, in his ways, you know what I'm saying. Until until unrighteousness was found in him. Okay, he was now filled with violence. His heart was proud because of his good looks. Ain't that something? Like, ooh, that I could just touch. Listen, I can go on that. I can actually preach just on that, but we not gonna go there today. We not gonna go there today. So basically, his heart was proud because of his good looks. He corrupted his wisdom. He had plenty of wisdom. He corrupted his wisdom for the sake of his splendor. He wanted to be recognized. So he was trying to corrupt his wisdom and he had other angels in heaven to follow his lead. So he used his wisdom as a tactic, uh, uh, as a strategy to get them to, uh, to agree with what he was saying. And the enemy is, 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 is a, a, a person of confusion. He likes to start confusion. He started confusion in heaven so in matthew 25 and 41 was when um the lord was letting him know that i'm casting you out of heaven you and your angels and your imps and your demons like all of y'all y'all all of y'all can get y'all can get go into the lake of fire because ain't nobody got time for this like how you gonna come and try to come against the lord thy god you see what i'm saying and a lot of people don't understand that the reason why uh, Satan had rebelled against God was because of pride. Pride is a uh, is 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 of the devil. Pride is of the devil, and pride will kill you from a lot of blessings. It will kill you from doors that are opening. It will kill you from a lot of things. Forgiveness, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just so crazy how this thing pride takes control over good people. 
over good people. So Satan had rebelled against God because of pride. And Satan didn't want to be um, the most beautiful angel. He was the most beautiful angel. He didn't even want that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what pride does. It's like, I I don't want that position. Like, who you think you is giving me this? You know what I'm saying? Like, make you look at your life like, I don't want this. I want more. I want more. I want more. And so he, he didn't think that being the most beautiful angel was enough. He didn't think that being the most powerful angel was enough. No, 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 no. He wanted to be God. That was his issue. He wanted to be God. He didn't want to worship God. Satan wanted to be worshipped. He did not want to worship God, but he wanted to be worship if that ain't rebellion honey i don't know what that is because of his rebellion he was thrown into the lake of fire to suffer where their beasts and false prophets were and they will be tormented day and night so that that my dear is a background of the, the 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 reason why he was cast out of heaven into the lake of fire because of his pride he no longer wanted to have the position that he had which was a high position which was a position he, he didn't know how to be humble he allowed jealousy to come into his heart and he allowed pride to come into his heart against god so why why he hate us? He hate you. And the reason why I want you to understand why he hates you is because then you will you will start to understand why he does the things that he do in your life. I know you'd be like, Lord, I can't take this. Like, why is this happening? And why is this and this and that? Whatever. It's because the enemy, his job is to bother you. And your job is to be unbothered. Because you got to understand where it is coming from. He is big mad. And he gonna continue to he gonna continue to try to make his way in your life. He is going to continue to try to make his way in your life. So he hates the fact that we had got a second chance and he didn't. We are forgiven. For our sins. We can have the spirit of pride. But being delivered. And praying to God. We can be delivered from the thing. That he once had. Oh that make him real mad. He's mad that you were bought. With a price. Your, be, your body became the holy temple. Of the holy spirit. Once we had renewed ourselves in Christ. Right. And what is the main thing that he hates? He hates the Holy Spirit. So if you carry the Holy Spirit, he is going to hate you, period. He don't need a reason. That's that's the only reason. Because you are filled with the Holy Ghost. And he hates the Holy Ghost. Because it was the Holy One who sent him to be tormented day and night. So he don't like anything that is connected to 
God. Have you ever in the world, ever in the world, like you dislike somebody? So you ain't care about their mama. You ain't care about their kids. You ain't care about nothing. I don't know. I, I, maybe that's just me. But when, when I was out in the world and I, I did not like somebody, I ain't like nothing that was attached to them. Don't, I won't, don't want to hear about it. Don't, don't care. Period. I think that's how the enemy looked at us. I really do. Times 10. Times 10. We were built to worship his foe. He don't like that. Remember what I said at the beginning? He didn't want to worship God. He wanted to be worshiped. So we we already we already recognize that no other being, no other pursuit, no other pleasures are worthy of the place he that the Lord inhabits. The throne that he's on, he knows that we recognize who God is. He knows that we recognize who our Savior is, who delivered us, who made us whole, who made us new. We recognize that. And so we worship who he wanted to not worship. And we are built for that. We are built to worship. He hates the fact that we, when we came to Christ, we no longer worship money. We no longer worship people. We no longer worship careers or hobbies or passions. We no longer worship possessions. He does not like that. We agree with Psalms 99, exalt the Lord, our God. He doesn't like that. We worship at at his footstool because holy is he. Psalms 99 and 5 says, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. The enemy hates that we do that. He hates that you give God the praise. Why do you think that every time you go to church or every time you're about to go to church, the enemy try you in your emotions. He try you in your thoughts. He try you with your children. He try you with your car. He try anything that he can do to keep you from worshiping God. He does. He comes and he try to make your emotions all messed up and especially praise and worship leaders because I that's what I am. I'm a praise and worship leader in my church. And what I do know is that the enemy loves to send somebody. I'm talking about it just be out the blue, baby, to irritate your spirit. And if he can't do that, he try to find some way that you can just inflict yourself with a thought just to take you off. But little do he know if we are positioned, positioned in the right posture and we know that God deserves all the glory despite of a thought, despite of somebody coming to irritate us, despite of our car messing up, despite of the troubles that we had to get to the church. That's the thing that he underestimate us on. Praise and worship leaders, we go in harder. And I know I got some praise and worship leaders or just praise dancers, whatever it is. If you know that you, uh, 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 listen, if you in the pews and you're worshiping, the enemy doesn't realize that our heart were built to worship God when we gave our life to to Jesus Christ. And so no matter what he throws at us, all that does is cause me to worship harder. All that does is cause me to worship harder. And this is the point that I'm trying to get to y'all. If you notice that the enemy was a worshiper, he was a worshiper in heaven. And now he can't do that. We took his job away from him. So when we take something from him, he wants to destroy us because we took something that he wants. He wants half. He hates that 
we have power from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, he hates that. He, like I told you before, he has a limited power. He hates, he hates that we have power from the Holy Spirit because once we receive the tongues of fire, once we receive the power of the Holy Ghost, we became powerful. And he hates that about us. He hates that God has given us authority and power to loose and to bind. And he hates the fact that we have the power to loose things in heaven and on earth. He hates the power that you have. So he's going to come against you with his hardest. He's going to come against you with his hardest. He hates that, that the Lord given us the ability to prophesy and to teach and that he has made us to be able to spread the wisdom of our God. He despises it. He hates the fact that when we open up our mouth, that we overcome by the words of our testimony. He hates the fact that we got strength from something that he sent our way, a trial, a sickness, a heartbreak, whatever it is. He hates the fact that we actually get stronger because it. he hates the fact that now we got wisdom in that area he hates the fact that God equipped us with his power so the enemy the enemy doesn't like that you are equipped to do God's work and to spread the gospel he 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 has the power of the air you know, different atmospheres and he can, he can send, you know, spirits of depression and, and oppression. And that is why God give us the spirit of discernment. So when he comes in our atmosphere and when he comes in, and, and, and my pastor always say the atmosphere is sensitive. So when you feel those principalities or when you feel that, that darkness that comes around you, that is the enemy trying to enter into your mind and that is when we have to set our atmosphere we got to I'm telling you it works because sometimes I will wake up in the morning and before I even start my day I haven't even met anybody yet I haven't said good morning to anybody yet but the enemy is trying his best to cause depression to overcome and that is when you have to understand what your opponent is trying to do what the enemy is trying to do and that is when you come to your Self and you pray and you decree that my atmosphere is changing. You might as well go back to the pits of hell where you belong. You might as well go back where you belong because I have won already. I changed my atmosphere and my mindset in the mighty name of Jesus. So he is the son of disobedience. His, 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 his imps and the spirits that dwell on the inside of him are all working in disobedience. That's why you got to be careful about being a rebel. And that's why you got to be careful about being in disobedience because disobedience will allow you to move like the enemy moves. It will. It will allow you to be rebellion against your own leader. You are working in witchcraft. You are working in a spirit of the enemy. Cast it down. Stop it. Don't do that to yourself. Do not do that to yourself. 
He is the prince of the air. And it's just like a realm that he that he has and, and that it exists. And he's the ruler of evil influences on people through dark spirits. That's that's what he do. That's what he do. And that's all he can do is be an influence. Because you got to understand he's an influence, but we are the partakers. And you got to understand that I am not partaking in any influence that you're sending my way. No, 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 no. I'm not partaking in that. Because your power, this is the enemy. The enemy doesn't want us to know. Y'all, he hates you. He hates you. He hates everything about you. But his power is limited. It's temporary. Romans 16 and 20 will let you know that. That 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 the peace of God will the peace of God will soon crush Satan Satan under your feet. The grace of our God Jesus Christ be with you. He's already given you the power to crush him under your feet. It's temporary. Everything that he sent to you, it ain't permanent. It's temporary. And you got to understand that God has given you the the, the anointing to crush his head. To crush his head. He doesn't like that. That that when God. When God died for us. When, when Jesus died for our sins. And the blood washed our sins away. And we became new. We got something that, the, that, that, that Satan did not get. The, 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 the veil was ripped. We have direct access to God. What he once had. Do you understand? We are taking a seat under the throne of God because we don't have to burn sacrifices anymore. We don't have to, we don't have to burn goats and, and do all these crazy things that they used to do back in the day to, to, to offer up something to God. We already offered up our hearts and God has ripped the veil to where we have direct access unto him. And the enemy hates that. He hates that you can get on your knees and intercede for your family. He hates that we have the ear of God. He hates that we have God on our side. He hates that if that we know that if God before us, who, which means you, Satan, can be against us. He do not like it. He doesn't like you. And I want you to understand who he is. He is ugly. He is evil. He is disruptive. He comes to disrupt your peace. He comes to, to try to touch everything that you love and that is near you and that is for you. Even your future. He is coming. He comes to us when we're little. He comes to us when we're born. He wants to plant seeds in our life so we can develop into the person that God has called us to be. He wants to attack your talents. He wants to attack you with fear to not let you step out and do the things that God has called you to be because he is limited in his power the only way he can get to you is through your mind and through the air into your atmosphere he wants to send things to oppress you he wants to send things to take you off your mind and your focus off of God don't let him 
Don't let him. Don't let his hate overtake you. Don't let him come in. Just like you wouldn't let nobody try you in the streets. Just like you would. Do not let the enemy come and play with you. Do not let him come and play with your children. Do not let him come and play with your destiny. You got to stand on your your, your ten toes. And you got to understand that God has given you authority over his limited power self. Because he can't do nothing. He can't do nothing. That's why he mad. And he ain't going to stop. He's not going to stop. I don't care what position you have. I don't care how much power you got. I don't care. I don't care your titles. He will not stop. Because you got to think about it. His torment never stops. It never goes away. He is tormented day and night. And he once felt peace in the in the presence of God. He had what we once had. And now, since he don't have that, and he got a little bit of limited power, oh, he going to use it to his full ability, honey. He going to use everything to come after you. So understand today who you, who you fighting against. Understand today who you got power against. Understand today that once you know his strategy, once you know where all that hate come from, be unbothered. Say, enemy, listen, boo-boo, I know you mad, you know, that your father once was my, is my father now. I know that you mad that I get to worship God anytime I want to. I know, I know that you're mad that the Lord has given me power and dominion over, over you. <laughs> I know that you're mad that the Lord has took the keys away from you a long time ago. I know that you're mad that whenever you throw something my way, the Lord thy God will tell you when to take your hands off of me, just like he did with Job. He said you could touch everything but his soul. And sometimes God will even allow him to get a little bit away in your life. But our God that we serve, he knows when enough is enough for his children. He would never leave or forsake you. He would not put more on you than you can bear. God is a just God. He is not unfair. I know things may seem like they are are unfair, but he is not unfair. God has a plan for your life. Even the most trying times of your life where you are facing, he is still going to turn things around for your good. I know it may not seem like it, but sometimes the pressing is for the oil. So when we are praying against these things, and binding and loosing things. I want you to understand why the enemy comes so hard at you in your life. Simply because he hates you. He despised the position that you have with your Lord and with your God. And all I can do is tell you is to keep moving forward. Keep doing what you do. Because I was told a long time ago, when he don't bother you, you need to check yourself. But when he's on your trail, you're doing something right because you're making him mad. 
You are on the right path, honey, because you are making him mad. Of course, he's going to come after your finances. Of course, he's going to come after your children. Of course, he's going to come after your relationships. Of course, he's going to come after your position because you are doing the work of the Lord. But do not be weary in well-doing. Know that the Lord is on your side and he will keep you from the hands of the enemy it says that you are in the palm of God's hand and not even the enemy can come and pluck you out of it so I want to encourage you and to understand <laughs> that the enemy has no power and the reason why he bothering you so much honey <laughs> is because he big man <laughs> say that with me you big man <laughs> All right, y'all, let me go, man. I feel the petty side of me coming out, so I'm going to go. But I love you guys, and I will talk to you um, again um, once a week, you guys. I will be putting out new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, for those who do not know that I have an Instagram out on my podcast now, it is a underscore maze, M-A-Z-E underscore in i n grace okay i n and the the word grace is together um so follow me and you will get updates on when i'm posting and sometimes i like to come on there and just you know let people know what you know the god got what god is revealing to me or a scripture that has encouraged me i like to share those things but i just want to say i love you guys and take care and happy sunday bye